Hi, everyone. This is the Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm your host, Dr. Ayo Gathing. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist, best-selling author, and a health and relationship expert. I am here to liberate you from your boring-ass love life. Lose the good girl and unleash your inner bad girl to finally find love and get the relationship you deserve. Hello, bad girls. Thanks for listening with me today. I'm so excited because today we're going to talk about something that I'm very passionate about, which you would think was strange because, yes, I have been married for a couple of years, but this is something that I love to talk about and share, and it's about enjoying the single experience. There's a saying that the grass is always greener on the other side, and it is so true. Single women often idealize marriage and motherhood. You see that glamorous aspect of marriage, like having a companion and the adorable kids and building wealth. But really, that is just an outside looking in perspective. And you really feel like no matter what you do or achieve, none of it really matters until you can add that accomplishment of being a wife and mother. I mean, it's basically become an obsession. You know, women are really thinking that nothing else they do matters until they reach that successful goal of being a wife and mother. It's been ingrained to think of life goals as marriage being the ultimate. And this belief is regularly reinforced by those around you. I know it was for me. Basically, you call your family to tell them about your promotion, and they ask whether you've been on any successful dates lately. You tell your coworkers about the wonderful trip you're planning, and they ask, like, are you bringing someone? Who's going with you? Is this a girl's trip with a date? Or you... Basically, your friends ask what, you, what you'll be getting for Christmas, followed by, is it better be a ring? Is he getting you that ring finally? You know, and these things reinforce the belief that marriage and relationships and being coupled is the most important things in our life. But what these same people don't tell you is that they often envy your life. They're jealous of your ability to focus on your own needs and not answer to anyone. They don't discuss the realities that come with having a family, like being accountable on a daily, hourly basis to another person or managing relational issues and the compromises that are made for the good of the family. Um, And marriage and motherhood are wonderful experiences, don't get me wrong, but they do come with these additional responsibilities. So today I want to talk about why you should stop wishing for a life that you don't have and enjoy the one you do have. You have to be content with your journey and you'll live it only once. So you don't want to have regrets and just constantly be waiting for the next thing. Because I got married later in life, I know the pressure that comes with being uncoupled. My family tortured me with questions about my relationships, and people would ask me, why aren't you married yet? Even strangers I never met had the audacity to bring up my biological 
clock in conversations. It, it was really ridiculous. And the crazy thing is that many of these same people were unhappy in their relationship or even living separate lives or, or in the process of or having been divorced. But it was so tempting to question my value and ask myself if I was good enough to be in a relationship with someone that cared for me and was passionate about me because all these other people had reached this goal first and they had these relationships and they had made this happen. And it was really hard to stay in the present, in the moment, and not obsess about the future when everyone around me seemed to be finding the one and focused on me doing the same. And this pressure led me to settle down with the wrong man for years in an attempt to, I guess, rush fade or make this little box of a life happen for me, this white picket fence, and I was going to finally have it all. Um, but that just led to wasted time and a complicated breakup. And afterwards, I, I finally took some much needed time for self-reflection and reorganization of, of my priorities. I, I had to remind myself that the person for me was out there and that it would happen for me. I would just have to be patient and focused on being my best self. Um, and then things would work out. And once I started to focus on me and bringing my best self to the table and living in the present, not only was I more desirable to men, but I was able to appreciate all the things that the dating phase comes with. I was able to put myself first, invest in my own dreams, get to know more about what I really wanted in life. And being desperate or sitting around waiting to meet someone is really just squandering your opportunity to grow and learn more about yourself. So you have to stop obsessing about marriage and start enjoying the single experience. There's so many positive things about being single that you and other people are minimizing and not taking advantage of. And I know, I know, I know it, it sounds like crap, like, oh, look at the married lady trying to tell me that being single is awesome. But this is not just bullshit to make you feel better about being alone. There are truly wonderful things about your life before you get married. So don't be preoccupied with finding a husband and getting married and rushing to be a mother. Embrace your single situation. And because I know that may be difficult, I lived it, I know it, it is hard. I'm going to give you some tips to prevent you from being so consumed with your relationship status that you don't enjoy these advantages of being single and dating. Um, so here we go. So um, tip one, and this is so important in just all aspects of life, and this one included, is to stop comparing your life to others. Nowadays, you can basically witness the ins and outs of basically anyone's life. You can look at their pictures on social media. You can watch a video on Snapchat or even tune into the reality show of one of your favorite celebrities. And it really feels like you are viewing their life. But these are all edits. These are not their real story. You don't know their struggles. You don't know their ups and downs. And so the only person you need 
need to evaluate is the person that you are today to analyze whether you're moving in the right direction, to celebrate your own personal successes and learn from your own mistakes. And really, the more time that you spend looking outward, the less time you have to look inward and really work on you as a person and, and make sure you're getting what you want out of life. So you have to stop comparing yourself to others and your life to others. All right, number two, use dating as a way to assess your likes and dislikes. I love this one because I, for some reason, was one of the people that really enjoyed dating. I liked dating. I thought it was super fun. But my friends, clients, people around me would say, oh, my God, I hate dating. It's the worst. I have to get dressed up and have these stupid conversations over and over again and do the same thing, wash, rinse, repeat, right? But dating is not just about finding your husband or your future companion. It's really about learning what you need and want out of a relationship. And that discovery can be fun. I mean, it's hard to know what your likes and deal breakers are without gaining some experience. And the only way to get that experience is to meet people and date. So focusing less on trying to meet make each person you meet the one and focusing more on evaluating if these people are right for you, if you feel good when you're with them, if if this is the kind of life you would want is basically what dating is all about. And so you should, don't need to rush this phase and you don't want to waste this time in your life or this time in your relationship because it's really crucial to where you will be moving forward. If you rush through this and you don't get to know the person and you don't know if you all are really compatible for the important things long-term, then you you might make a mistake and settle down with the wrong person. And, and I think that's really one of the problems we're having in our society today. We want instant gratification. <laughs> I want to date now, so I'll go online. I want a husband now, so I'm going to make this person the one and force it and put it in this box. But that's not how relationships and marriage works. You have to really know that this person is able to meet your needs long-term. And the only way you can do that is to date around, figure out what you like, get to know that person, and see how you feel over time. So use dating as a way to do that. Number three. Focus on bringing your best self to the table. So I talked a little bit about how I did that. I, I took time after that long relationship with the wrong one where I had tried to force it and force myself to feel something thinking, okay, this is perfect. This man is perfect marriage material, but he wasn't the one for me. So I took a step back and said, you know, why was I doing that? Why did I feel so pressured to be with someone to settle down knowing in my gut that he wasn't right for me? And I figured out it was because I was obsessing about these markers in my life, this timeline, these goals, because of the pressures from the outside. I had never really thought about, you know, marriage and settling down, but the pressure around me was so strong and I gave into it and, you know, went along with it and thought I should do the right thing. And, and it ended up being the wrong thing for me. So I took time to focus on myself and what I wanted instead of obsessing about meeting my next husband. <laughs> and 
that is important for you to try to become your best self and figure out what you really want and your needs. And this can be anything from healing from past hurts, minimizing baggage, developing emotional maturity, or or really just defining what you want out of a relationship. Because it might not be marriage, you know, it might not be motherhood. And you can decide what your passions are in life and establish your path to your fulfillment. But whatever you do during this time, make sure to focus on you. Make sure you're bringing your best self to the table, to the relationship, to all the situations in your life. And lastly, which of course is my favorite, is to have fun. Once you're married, and if you later have children, you are accountable to other people. A lot of your time and and situations are accounted for. You have to make other situations and people a priority. All of your decisions and actions are made with your mate or family unit in mind. And that's not a bad thing. It is definitely a blessing in, in some regards. But The great thing about being single is that you get to choose exactly how you want to spend your time and who you want to spend it with. You can do more of the things you enjoy and be spontaneous and try new things and not have to think about how the other person fits into that or what time you have or or getting, you know, your kids to the right place or being there. Um, So this is a time where you can really make everything about you. So don't waste it being sad or anxious or depressed about the future. Live in the present and really enjoy this moment and have fun with it. And so those are the ways you can stop obsessing about marriage and and start enjoying the single experience. Start being happy and content in the here and now. And let me review these for you. You want to stop comparing your life to others. You want to use dating as a way to assess your likes and dislikes. You want to focus on bringing your best self to the table. And most of all, you want to have fun. Now, this is my favorite part of the show. What would Io do? What would Dr. Io do? This segment where I answer your questions, comments, or just address things that you bring to me. And if you want to take part in this for one of the future segments, you can go to my Instagram, IOGathingMD, also my Twitter, IOGathingMD, Facebook, IOGathingMD. If you know my name, my credentials, you know how to find me. Today, I have a question from Stacy. Hi, Dr. Io. I'm 32 years old and have had a few relationships, but nothing too serious. I want to get married so bad and have been doing everything I can to get a husband. I online date, I approach men when I'm out, and even ask friends and family to hook me up. And when I am dating, I do everything right so I can get it moved to the next level. I want to be married and have kids, and I feel like I'm running out of time. Help. What can I do to improve my chances? Okay, Stacy. thank you so much for reaching out. I mean, I it's great that you know what you want and you're going for it. You know, that that's something that can be said. You have figured out that this is, you know, what is best for you and setting a goal for yourself. 
But girl, you are way too desperate. You are clearly defining yourself in life by this one goal. You didn't tell me anything about yourself other than your age and that you wanted to be married. It's like nothing else matters. Like, what is this? The 1800s? Like, you're likely scaring any good man off with your forwardness and obsession with marriage. These men, like, they likely feel like they're just like the little placeholder on top of your wedding cake, like not someone you're truly trying to get to know and build a strong foundation with. You're totally missing the mark on what dating is for. Dating is when you assess whether these guys are a good fit for you and if they can meet your needs and if you can meet theirs. It's not just something you do to get married. It's not just, you know, the first step, you know, to marriage. It is its own defined step. So Stacey, you need to relax. Enjoy the present. There's so many amazing things that can happen in your life other than getting married and having children. And once you do have those things, you can never get this time back to focus on just you and be your own priority. So it's time to stop being a stage five cleaner and and being obsessed with finding the one and really focus on self-love and self-fulfillment. And this is when you will become more attractive to men. So slow down, have some fun in your own life right now while dating and the marriage phase will come. That man will will find you because he will be attracted and basically you'll be a magnet once you love yourself and you have things going for you and you're not just focused on being some man's wife. Being single is one of the most liberating times of your life and appreciate it for just that. And I know you all out there are thinking it could be hard. It could be hard to focus on being your best self prior to a relationship and that marriage isn't the end all be all. But it is just another phase of your relationship where you are doing the work and making things happen. So don't rush to it. Make sure you're ready when you get there. You have to stop obsessing about marriage and start enjoying the single experience. That is all for us today. I'm hoping that you all got something out of that and that you're going to go and have some fun and experiment and do new things and and really just take the time to, to focus on you during this time. And when the marriage comes, it'll come and you'll be a better person for it. That's all this week. Until next time, be bad. That's this week's episode of Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give me a review on iTunes. For more material and content, you can find me under IOGathingMD on Instagram and Twitter, or head over to my website, www.iogathingmd.com. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Until then, be bad. <laughs>